Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. I was uh, very busy over the past week uh, loading the shelves and getting things. As you can see, I'm moving uh, from one side to the other, and I've got one. Uh, the shelf over here in the corner is kind of left. Um, and I've got at least two of those blocked out for a line of toys that are not Star Wars, uh, but were very popular in the mid to late seventies. And those were adventure price, uh, Fisher price adventure people, um, Fisher price adventure people came out. Uh, in the mid seventies, I think I probably should look at more details before I start talking about it, but in mid seventies, uh, and they had this entire line, all of their stuff basically had to do with outdoors kind of stuff. Uh, there was a, a whole camping series. There was like a park ranger, uh, guy and he had a six wheel ATV and there was an ambulance and there was helicopters and there were planes. And I have a pretty large collection of adventure uh, people. And uh, the big takeaway of Fisher Price Adventure People is that they were three and three quarter inch scale, uh, which is the same scale as Star Wars figures. They came out uh, before Star Wars figures. And in fact, um, I got to go to um, Rancho Obi Wan, which is the. Uh, Location owned by Steve Sansweet, which is the, I believe, the largest private collection of Star Wars memorabilia. Uh, it's in uh, California. And we went there on vacation a few years ago, and it's absolutely fantastic. And he doesn't have the originals. I don't know that the originals exist, um, but the uh, original Kenner team, before they made the three and three quarter inch uh, Star Wars figures, uh, they made mock ups and they used. Fisher Price Adventure People as the basis for those mock-ups, and then they just change the heads and things to make them look like uh, Star Wars figures. Uh, you can always tell uh, Fisher Price Adventure People because uh, one of their arms on the figures are almost always like this, like it's bent to hold something. In fact, you can see in the uh, uh, picture up there the guy in the front seat of the van, the uh, guy with the red shirt. His arm is kind of like that, so you can always kind of see that, but. Um, I was a big fan of, um, this whole line of toys as a kid. I had a lot of them. I had a lot more of them than I thought I did. Uh, and then I found a picture of like my old star Wars collection and I started seeing all these Fisher price toys in there. I had a speedboat. Um, I had uh, a couple different things, but one set that I think is one of the most popular sets that a lot of people had is this thing, which was called the adventure van. And, uh, now I have every single part of the adventure van. I don't have it all here, uh, 
uh, because I'm still unpacking and I haven't opened all my tubs yet of all my uh, uh, Fisher Price stuff yet. Uh, but this is the Adventure Van. And uh, as you can see, uh, there's a lot of playability to this. Uh, it's super rad. That's uh, you can see those cool 70 graphics. Uh, it came with a lot of different things. One of the things that came with is this. Um, I don't know if this is not a kayak. I, I think this is a canoe, I think technically. Uh, but there's this little bungee strap that kind of holds it in place. Uh, of course, you could take that out. It also came with a motorcycle. I do have the motorcycle right over there, and I have all the, the figures. It came with uh, two guys, I think. It came with uh, um, the, uh, the guy you can see there driving the van in the yellow shirt in that picture. It came with him. Uh, and then the motorcycle guy had these weird knees that bent. <laughs> so he would sit on the motorcycle, which makes it really hard to stand otherwise. Um but, uh, uh, yeah, so and one of the things is in the front, there's no glass. There was never any glass here, so you could put people, get the guys to fit down in there and kind of turn their heads, whatever you wanted to do. Um, this is not the only van that they sold. There's also a TV news van, which is blue. And uh, I don't know if I think I have that one. I can't remember. Um, but you get this really cool window on the side. I mean, Boy, if you had a window in a van really that size, uh, that'd be expensive. Um, and then one of the coolest parts of the van, of course, is this door, which opened up like this. Now, if this were on the ground, it would stop right there. But you can see it doubles as a ramp. And so you could get the um, motorcycle and pull it into the van and just kind of toss it back there in that picture up there. They've got it hanging off the side. But uh, normally you would just store the motorcycle in the, in the back of this van. And then that just kind of closes up there and, and snaps into place. Uh, I have tons of memories of uh, Fisher Price Adventure people, all the play sets. Like I said, I had the um, I had the, the race car. There's like an indie car. I had the race car. I have them all still. Like I said, uh, a lot of them are replacements. Uh, uh, some of them aren't. I have the um, uh, the speedboat, which I still had. This is the one that I had as a kid. I mean, I got this in the mid to late 70s and still have it. Um, there's even some kind of, a little, not too much, but just a minor bit of detail on the bottom there. You can see for like a kind of a car undercarriage. Um, but the greatest thing for me and the biggest memory that I have of, uh, this van specifically and, and a lot of the toys, um, is that again, they were the same scale as star Wars action figures. And so that it's kind of a joke, but it's, it's, uh, it's true. I, I tell it like a joke, but it is true, uh, that I remember putting Han Solo and Chewbacca in that van and you know to me i was like well when they were done smuggling and doing whatever they were doing riding around the millennium falcon they would go on vacation they would take a break and go camping han and chewy out in the woods hanging out and they would take the van and and they would you know everybody gets a vacation right and so um I did a lot of that. Um, you can't really talk about the Fisher Price line, especially uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, without talking about the Alpha Probe, which is the big thing, which is uh, oh, just out of camera view over here. But uh, 
Uh, I do have the Alpha Probe, which looks like the big space shuttle, and it came with a couple of astronauts and um, uh, a man and a woman astronaut, which I always thought was cool. And it had these little um, things that look like they're supposed to be like air hoses, like tether lines. Uh, and they, they curve all around, so they look like they're floating in space, but they're they're rigid. And they have little prongs on the end, so you could stick it into the back of an astronaut or on the foot and attach it. Uh, and so it kind of looked like it, they were floating in space. You could have this little thing go up there, and, and the guys would fit on it. So that was always fun. Uh, a few years ago, at the old house, when I had all this stuff set up, I um, had just started looking at the reaction action figures, which are uh, newly created action figures, but usually of old lines. So like they created um, Back to the Future action figures. So they're, they're made in modern times, but they are of an old movie and they're made in a style that makes them look like they could have existed back in the 1980s. They have the five points of articulation like Star Wars figures. So just they're their uh, shoulders and their legs and their heads turn like that. Um, but anyway, in the reaction, they released a line of Twilight Zone figures, and one of the figures they released was... Uh, and all the Twilight Zone figures are done in black and white, which is really cool. They look like, you know, they're straight from the old television show. And one of the figures they released was the thing on the wing, which is the famous episode uh, where William Shatner is afraid to fly and he looks out the window and he sees the uh, gremlin uh, on the wing that is tearing up the, the wing of the airplane. So anyway, I got the figure of that monster and I put it on the wing... <laughs> of the space shuttle of the alpha probe so i've got the astronauts where they're working and one of the astronauts is kind of looking over and the, the monsters on the wing tearing out uh, it's a detail that nobody would ever see nobody's ever going to see it in the background of one of these videos and nobody coming over would ever notice it but when i see it it makes me laugh a lot of my life is uh, doing things that just make me laugh uh which is okay but anyway uh so as i was uh, going through and setting up stuff. I will tell you a, a quick story. Uh, I have bringing it, been bringing in tubs and tubs of uh, toys and Star Wars collectibles and spending uh, free time putting them on shelves, like in between meetings or in evenings or uh, just different random times. Just I'll, I'll walk through and I'll, I'll you know, set things up. And uh, I have a separate tub sitting over on the side that is empty. Well, it's empty right now. And what I've been doing is when I find things that I don't want anymore, I toss them over there. Now, there's been a lot of Star Wars stuff. And, and you know, I looked on eBay, and a lot of these things you could sell for uh, between $10 and $20 seems to be the going rate. Like, I had a bottle of Queen Amidala lotion, and I had a Queen Amidala coin purse, and I had a 12-inch... Uh, stuffed or, or a plush Jar Jar doll, you know. So those are just things that don't represent, they're not part of my original collection as a kid, of course, uh, and they just don't really represent my collecting and, and uh, the stuff that brings me personal joy when it comes to Star Wars. And so I've been putting them in that separate tub, and uh, my next-door neighbor has a son who is six or seven and he loves star Wars. So I've been putting all the star Wars stuff in there. And, uh, my next door neighbor is also a uh, pastor at a local church. And so, uh, when, when the tub was full, 
I, I met, I asked him if they could meet me in the, the driveway because our driveways are next to each other. And he came over and I gave him the tub and the kid's eyes lit up. And I said, now, listen, I said, you know, part of why I'm doing this is because I have too many toys, you know? And so too many toys for one person can be a bad thing. So I told him, uh, pick out the stuff that, that you like. Now, the problem is with a seven-year-old, he might need some help because when I was seven, I loved all toys. Uh, but I said, pick out the toys that you like. And then whatever's left, I know they have like a play area for the kids, uh, you know, and like an after school kind of thing up at the church. So I said, you know, if you want to take that to your, your church and, uh, and spread the wealth a little bit, then that's fine too. So, uh, uh, so, you know, one of the things I think not, uh, I don't really call myself a hoarder, but as a collector, <laughs> I'm also a saver of things, which could get dangerous. That's when you find things and you go, well, this is worth something. And so you get it and you keep it. And then you feel this weird moral obligation to pass it to someone who needs it. Uh, so to me, if I had a toy that I didn't want, it's very different for me to sell it versus to give it to somebody that I think who wants it than it is to throw it away. Now, all three of those for me personally have the same result, which is I got rid of it. But where that actually goes, um, for some reason affects me. And so, uh, the fact that, you know, for a long time, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this stuff, the stuff that I don't want. You know, one of the things I put in the box was all those Taco Bell, uh, cup toppers, that were, you know, the figures. I saved two of them. I saved Yoda and I saved Darth Maul. I put the Darth Maul with all the other Darth Maul figures and I put the Yoda. Uh, there's going to be a whole shelf just for Yodas. Uh, and so, um, but all the rest of that stuff, like, you know, it's worth enough money that I don't feel good throwing it away. If you donate it, I don't know. I don't know. But I just feel like, you know, giving it to um, the kid next door. The kid will find some stuff he'll like it and whatever he doesn't want. They can, they can take it up to the church and, and the other kids can play with it and whatever. So, uh, so it, it kind of has a life after me. And, and so I'm, I'm better with that than it sitting in a landfill somewhere. So, uh, anyway, one thing that my neighbor kid will not be getting his hands on ever <laughs> is the Fisher Price, uh, adventure van. Of course you've got Fisher Price written right there on the sticker, which is cool. Like kind of like where you might see a brand name or something, or, uh, you know, like for a, a logo for an actual van or something, you see the Fisher Price, um, what a cool mural, uh, not on that side, that side's got the window, uh, but this side has the mural <laughs> with the big bird. I mean, this is very seventies, you know, um, if I weren't trying to build a stealth type van, you know, I had a lot of people say you should paint it like the mystery machine. And that would be kind of funny, but a lot of people have done it. And then other people say, oh, you should make it like the A-Team van, which again, uh, a lot of people have done, but I, uh, I haven't seen, I haven't gone and looked, but I haven't seen it pop up an actual full-size van painted like this, uh, with yellow and green. And, and, um, the thing is that 99% of people would not get the reference if they saw it, but every now and then you might get somebody our age who saw that and it would click. And I think they might get a kick out of it. So if I ever get tired of, uh, uh, trying to do the stealth camping thing, then, uh, then that is literally what I will do is I will paint my van green and yellow <laughs> and make it look just like that. So, 